Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Spawn of Azathoth. It was written by Doc Herb and our game master is John Hook, and this is episode nine. Our recap will be given by me as my character, Dr. Zina Saladin. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. All praises to the Queen of Cats, Lady Bast, beloved of the gods, Mao Best Meret Necheru. We call to you, mighty feline of the east, bright eye of Ra. We have come to your city, the land of dreams, the city of Ulthar, where your children are revered and worshipped. We thank you for your blessings, and we thank your children for revealing to us the location of the traveling library. We came to find what happened to our friend, Philip Baxter, and the librarian said that he had been here, that he had looked into a strangely named book. I found the book in the hands of my friend, the rival, that long astronomer. He'll come around soon. I'll accept your humble apology. He likes cats. That's his salvation, I think. He read about the thing that lies in the perfumed jungles of Clegg, to which we will soon journey. But first, we need to translate the Mandarin kanji in the margins. We need a priest of the Elder Gods to help us with that. And so we head to the temple. But before that, the traders and circus folk but I must tell you what I saw, what my friend saw first, what unleashed old Zebedee's bladder and turned old Cuthbert white as snow. The silken widow of the web, Hynaria, a sentient spider the size of a Model A, who spoke with a hiss and a whisper. But she wasn't a freak in the sideshow, no. She was apparently in charge. We need money, you see, to gain the services of the Dark Dwarf to guide us to the castle of the Sacred Font. The Font of Youth? She gave me her permission to ply my trade, to read the future of the circus rabble and gain some well-needed coinage. Ten percent, she asks. That seems fair. Something tells me cheating her would be folly. So I will work while the others seek another curious mystery. The burgermeister of this feline-filled town seems to be a man we know, the caretaker of old Father Baxter, Matthew White. I wonder that spiders cannot speak in our world, but here they can. So Matthew in our waking world cannot speak but here he rules the city and is well-liked. It's strange, very strange indeed. I bring you these wonders that you might know that I have traveled the phantasmal world and gifted this story to you. So that is it. Now you know my dreams. Heed them, learn from them. We have yet to really see the dangers of this place. Now then go in peace, 
with the blessings of the cat goddess best. That is awesome. Thank you, Tom. Okay, so you guys are in Ulthar. You have uh, met the master of the carnival. And uh, some of you are interested in going to the castle to meet the Burgermeister. And I believe uh, Dr. Saladin is going to start working. Where do you guys want to begin? Well, I'm simple enough. I'm going to find, I'm going to try to read people's fortunes. I don't have any equipment, so I'm going to use their palm reading. Okay. At first. And then if I Um, acquire some things, I'll. So the. He knows hype, man. I'm helping him get. That's right. You're my shell. So Barnabas. uh, says, uh, well, welcome to the family. And uh, he says, uh, he's walking with you as you guys are kind of crossing the, the main uh, quad, if you will, um, for the for the carnival. And he's kind of guiding you towards um, a, uh, a, a cart, uh, a wagon, a covered wagon. And, uh, and so he says, uh, you can... Uh, you can set up your wares here. The uh, previous owner um, isn't using it anymore. And you see the side of the of the wagon is uh, uh, decorated as if it is for a fortune teller. And it says, oh. you know, blazoned on the side, it says, Madam Xanadu. And, uh, you know, see your fortune. Oh, and, uh, excellent. This will do just fine. I'll have to actually repaint the side, but uh, yes, yes, that. we'll uh, we'll get some some uh, boys on that for you. Ah, excellent! I'll begin immediately. Um, Seventy. Actually, I might not need you in this case since I already have all of this. Um, if you want to go with the others, um, is it a good idea to leave you alone, Zeno? This is a dream. It's perfectly safe. Um, no, I, I think I will wait around with you because I don't... All right, you can help me with this. Then. Let's let's get this fixed up quick. Okay. So we'll quit. Okay. maybe there's some equipment inside. I can read fortunes with tarot cards or crystal balls, whatever. Is there anything inside? Uh, yeah, so uh, Barnabas leaves you to the uh, to the wagon and uh, at the rear end of it, there's a fold-out um, stairwell, so you can go up the steps, and it's got wooden sides and stuff. So it's a fully, you know, it's almost like a like a medieval RV, you know. <laughs> uh, and so as you go inside, there's a door and everything at the back end. So you go through the door, and inside it's rather cramped, but it it seems to have little functional areas, you know, for different things. There's a seating area where, you know, clearly um, someone could uh, read fortune. There's a deck of cards. There is a crystal, there's a crystal sphere sitting in a, in a, in a little tripod on the table. Uh, there's a curtained area with a, there's a bed in the back. Um, that's what it would look like uh, if this, was uh, all neat and orderly but uh, you go inside the table's knocked over 
the crystal spheres on the on rolled into the corner the tripod is over there the curtain is kind of half pulled off the uh off the rail and everything and the the place is just in shambles on the inside um and and so uh barnabas is uh is kind of there he's outside as you guys are you've opened up the door to the to the wagon and now you're seeing this interior that is all uh a scruff and tumbled and uh uh barnabas says uh well good luck there previous uh uh, uh madam sanadu had a disagreement uh with hanaria so how will those things happen it's practically a palace you've given me thank you so much yes excellent well good for you i can have this dusted up and cleaned up within an hour yeah oh all right well we'll be sure to start advertising excellent thank you so i get to work all right barnabas leaves I'm also going to look to see if there's any leftover clothing. I know it's women's clothing, but at the same time, I could make some sort of. A... Yeah, there's lots of scarves and uh, and large, uh, uh, yeah, Rogue clearly, clearly, it looks like Madame Xanadu was probably a a, a a a large woman, and so yeah, yeah I mean the clothing. Uh, while skewing feminine, it has more of a of an eastern flair to it. That's kind of unisexual and you know more roby, kind of roby. I couldn't have dreamed mm. anything better. Wow. So, well, and so I'll... it's going to take you a little while uh, to for you guys to get that all straightened out. Yeah. So is go. Cornelius and Frederick and Myron heading straight for the for the uh, castle, if you will, the keep? Well, I mean, we have some new clothes, uh, track down some tobacco, so nothing else to do. All the, all the basic needs are taken care of. Yeah, and we have a, a book that belongs to the Burgermeister. Uh, and uh, and we know now, having confabbed as a group, that there are people who are aware that this is not the waking world, uh, which is, you know, I don't assume we're going to start with that with the Burgermeister, but uh, we are forewarned that if it is uh, Matthew White, he might recognize us. I assume he'd be friendly. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, given that it's high ground, it shouldn't be too hard to make our way to, even though I don't think the streets here are very uh, orderly. Now, these cobbles are pretty uneven. Not the most pleasant walking experience. He seemed uh, pleasant enough in the waking world. Did he not? I believe Myron had more, more contact with him than the rest yeah. of us. Uh, Zena and I spent some time with the father and, and him. Uh, you know, my primary impression is just that he's very devoted to the old priest. Uh, it's hard to get a real impression of a personality when somebody doesn't speak at all. Um, and he's, you know, he's as, as strong as Hercules. So, um, 
keep let's keep our eyes out on our way to the keep. I'm curious about other locals or visitors that aren't human. We've got, you know, I spotted one lizard man, uh, I think. And of course we know about the impresaria of the circus. Uh, uh, it seems like uh, for safety and well-being, we ought to be cognizant of what other species are running around town. Yes, giant giant spiders uh, making business arrangements is a little troubling. Oh. Now, if we go to the palace, though, in that direction, that will separate us from Doctor Zeno by 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 a day's travel, almost, isn't it? Oh quite- well, that's a uh, that's great. <laughs> No, no, no. It, the 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 city is walkable. So uh, oh. the the keep is on a rise inside the city walls, oh, okay. um, and it's it's also enclosed within its own walls around the keep uh, that are at the outskirts uh, of the hill. You know the rise that's inside there. So so the keep so is we- kind of raised up, and it overlooks the whole city. All right. So it would be like maybe a half an hour away then. At most, um, yeah, I mean, it's five ten minutes. I mean, it's, you're oh, not far. Oh, you're oh, not far. Okay, no worries at all. I, I was envisioning it slightly differently. No, 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 no. So we're off. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there is uh, the city. You haven't really uh, prior uh, a lot of your travel through the city um, has been, you know, in the back of a wagon, barely kind of barely getting into the city. You were nose down following a herd of cats. You know, Uh, you got to this part of town through a magical doorway. So you really haven't had an opportunity to um, kind of walk the city and see what the life is like here. And as you said, to kind of keep your eyes open and see what kind of uh, people um, populate this place, you do see a wide variety of people. Um, you know, they they look human. I mean, um, uh, besides the the variety of you know, we'll say like medieval style people in peasant style clothing to more fine looking clothing and stuff there's also you see uh, a group of people they they definitely seem like they're traveling together as maybe some kind of a merchant group or something but um uh they look very uh native african where they seem to be having um you know handmade clothing but they're they're also in not only are they incredibly tall they they've they've placed discs around their necks on their shoulders and their their heads and necks are uh, extremely elongated uh you estimate a literal two feet of neck they're like giraffe people and um and they have incredibly long arms, but, you know, other than looking elongated, they still look human. Um, and so you see a variety of people. You see some people that um, at first you thought that was a, an interesting hairstyle, but apparently some people actually have uh, curled ram's horns um, on their head. And yeah, there's just a, a variety of life here. 
and it seems completely commonplace. Nobody um, seems uh, put out by seeing them. And does any of them, do any of them seem to be in a particular role or is there a group that seems to be bullied or in charge or is it all sort of like equal co-mingling happily? They all look like they're mingling on, on an equal level. So, you what you don't see is you don't see a market of like slave trading or something like that. You know, it's just everyone seems to be, uh, you know, working uh, the same. So we seem to be seeing a lot of, I suppose, commoners, but my expectations with this medieval society is to see some sort of like noble class. Are there people that look like knights or like lords of by chance like you do not see knights uh you have seen some people with more elegant clothing that probably are uh are more noble but uh they don't seem too removed or too separated from the common folk the and they don't seem intimidated you know the common folk don't seem intimidated by them they don't seem apprehensive about being among the common folk uh, Uthar seems to be a pretty uh, cosmopolitan and very welcoming city okay so, so definitely not not this uh you have the impression that they're not feudal probably not here in Uthar yeah uh, and Burgermeister that's uh that's not an inherited title, right? That's a, what? A, a more or less elective. It might be guilds that elect the Burgermeister, not the general population, but it's not like we're visiting the local princeling. Yeah, maybe at most it could be selected. You're not, you're not sure, but, uh, uh, but having a title of Burgermeister does not seem to imply uh, heretical bloodline ruling. Which that, I mean, if you're going to be traveling here from another place, say the waking world, then you can move your way up. Uh, so it doesn't take long at all to get to the uh, outer gate that uh, surrounds the uh, uh, Burgermeister Palace. And, uh, and much like you saw on the city walls, as you were crossing that uh, bridge to come in through the north gate, um, there are uh, guards posted uh, who are wearing uh, chain mail with the white tabards, with that, that crest that I described. And uh, they all have pole arms and they have short swords on their hips. Uh, and they, uh, uh, as you guys are approaching, they, they, you know, politely ask you to stop and, and, uh, say, um, how can we help you? What's your business here? Gentlemen, we are, uh, visitors to the city from afar, uh, newly arrived. And, uh, we've come into possession of, uh, this book that, uh, is marked the property of the Burgermeister. Uh, and we would like to return it to his. Uh, what do you what do you call him? His lordship, his meisterhood. Uh, yes, the the 
master of the burgermeister is the master of the of the palace. We'd like to return it to the master's library and also uh, request uh, an interview with him. Mm, we I see. we have uh, we think we have a friend in common. And uh, he says, uh, "If you'll wait a moment, please." And he like strikes a a bell, and a, a young boy runs up, and the guard conveys some information to him, and he nods and takes off like a like a rocket. And he just and you know, fleet of foot, he takes off and starts running uh, for the for the palace. Uh, and he seems to be gone uh, for some time. You guys can, um, the three of you can make uh, spot hidden rolls. Eighteen is a hard success. <laughs> An O two is an extreme success. Uh, all right. Well, let's award this to the extreme success. Um, so, Myron, as you're waiting for. Uh, clearly a message to be returned from the uh, uh, Burgermeister Palace. Um, and you guys are just kind of standing, milling about outside the gate. Uh, you look around um, and across the roadway, you can, you can even see down uh, another major uh, road um, between the buildings. You do notice a... Uh, a gentleman who seems to kind of stand out from the crowd and you recognize him briefly from uh, someone that you saw in the, uh, in the library, it's the albino. And he's, he's quite a distance away, but he seems to be uh, positioning himself to uh, observe you guys, you guys, you and the albino seem to have suddenly looked at each other. And, uh, and he, he just kind of, hmm. Don't look now, gentlemen, but uh, the, uh, the pale shaman uh, is also interested in the Burgermeister's keep. Yeah, he was, uh, had no interest in letting me take a look at that book. Until he abandoned it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like and to get a word with him, but I... He didn't want to talk to you for a minute in the library. And no, was, I, I uh, can't imagine him wanting to speak out here. Uh, he's across the thoroughfare, John? Yeah, he's quite a distance away, but yeah. So given that he fled easily in the library, if we made an approach, he would have ample ability to get out of Ample, there. yeah. There's lots of yeah. building. There's, you know, row buildings over there there's probably some alleyways there as well as the main thoroughfare. Plus it's congested with people. Let's, okay. let's try to send him a note. We'll get some street urchin to carry a note to him. If we can figure out how to cobble that together. Now, do you, do you, any of the three of us have any money? Cause I gave my coins to a painting. Hey, Corny, you got a purse, didn't you? Oh, we, we left the, we left, all the money back at the carnival. Uh, yeah. I guess we were kind of counting on the Burgermeister's warmth. <laughs> anyway, I don't have a pad or a pen either. Or do uh, we? Did I, is it possible I try to make eye contact with him? Okay. From the distance and kind of just wave? <laughs> um, he uh, 
clearly he knows that he's been seen and uh so he just kind of he he nods and then he turns away and disappears you're not sure if he went into a doorway or if he went into an alleyway due to the distance that he's at uh I'm going to ask one of the guards, the guard that spoke, if he noticed that fellow across the way. The uh, mm. the, the tall, uh, white-skinned fellow, unusual dress. No, I don't know who you're talking about. And at that moment, the boy comes running back and uh, gives a message to the guard. And he says, the master will see you now. And they open up the gate, and uh, there's another uh, group of guards in there, and they uh, begin to lead you uh, up the pathway, going up the rise to the palace itself. Uh, as you get to the palace, the uh, the guard who uh, has le- led you, uh, he stops and uh, uh, using his his pole arm, he raps on the door. And the doors are pulled open, and you see a fine marbled floor, and the doors are pulled open uh, by these uh, two very uh, young and attractive women uh, with uh, gauze-like gowns and uh, bare feet, and, uh, and then they, they kind of uh, bid you to enter. And the guard, the guard stays outside. Uh, so I assume you guys enter. Yes. Okay. The uh, the uh, the women who greet you um, uh, say uh, welcome. The master will see you. Uh, please remove your shoes. Wouldn't want to scuff the marble. Once you guys uh, remove your shoes. Uh, then they begin to lead you deeper into the palace. It doesn't take long and you guys are, you know, threading your way through these different rooms and you see all kinds of, you know, fine furniture and, and small garden rooms and uh, all kinds of interesting things. Uh, you know, there's one atrium room and, and uh, it's filled with, it looks like a, a tropical jungle, you know, just a small, uh, uh, little containment of, of jungled plants in that tiny little atrium room and it's raining just only in that room um, so they take you deeper into the uh, palace and then they, they go into a room and it's uh, uh, there's some fine uh, furnishings there's a large table and uh, in this room is uh, the Burgermeister and he's also uh, quite tall very well, you know, big uh, physical specimen. And he's also wearing a, a very simple white robe with a, a gold clasp up at the near the collar. Um, and it's like nightgown length, right? So it only goes down about halfway down his shins. And he's also barefoot walking around. Um, and, uh, and there's a few other uh, older people, uh, older men with him as well. And as you guys enter, one of the old men uh, starts to approach. He goes, "Ha! Ah, ah, thank you, my my book, my book. I, I I didn't know where I had placed that. Thank you so much." 
Uh, it ended up in the Great Library somehow or other. Yes, um, yes, yes. I, I had been there earlier this morning and must have uh, lost it uh, in in my uh, my pursuit of of material. Yeah, Thank well, you for returning it. Uh, it is our pleasure. Uh, we've come uh, from a, a distant city uh, called Providence. Have you heard of it? Mm, no, no. Um, you guys can make psychology rolls if you'd like. Since I, I'm not going to spend yes. the 38 luck to pass. So no. 38? Oh, you should do it. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm regular success. Cornelius? for 56. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Myron, at the mention of providence you do uh while you're you're pretty sure that this uh, older gentleman uh probably a uh, uh the astronomer alchemist right. astronomer and alchemist uh he he doesn't seem to recognize the name but uh when you say providence you see the burgermeister uh, he does uh lift his chin ah Pro providence you say Yes, uh, we know uh, a pair of brothers in Providence, the, the Baxters. Ah, yes, I, I dream, I dream of Providence. Mm. Uh, please, my guests, honored guests, please come in. Can I get you refreshments? Um, if you're having something, uh, what, what, I'm sorry, what do we call you? Your excellency, maybe? Oh. I, I I am the Burgermeister, uh, but uh, you may call me Cranon. Cranon, I am Dexter. Thank you, Cranon. I'm Cornelius. Pleasure. And I am Frederick. It's very nice to make all of your acquaintance. Providence, you say? How do you know of Providence? Oh, we uh, we all uh, we all reside there. Uh, I guess you could say in our dreams as well. Mm. Yes, I, I dream of Providence often. It is a, it is a place of comfort for me. Ruling can be so taxing, so taxing. Have you been the Burgermeister many years? For as long as I can remember. Mm. Yes, it seems like a, an ageless city, Ulthar. Yes, ageless equates to eternal beauty. It is quite, quite wonderful here, for sure. Um, and he, he's looking at you, Myron, and he says, I feel like we have met. I, have we met before? Uh, perhaps in the dream. Stream of Providence. Yes. Yes. Yes, you must be right. You must be right. And he, he claps. And then, you know, people start bringing in all kinds of platters of food and wine. And he's like, please, you, you must dine with me. We are honored. Thank you, Cranon. Thank you very much. Tell me more about Providence. I forget so much of it, but I long to return to it every night. It is often the way with dreams, isn't it? They slip away from us. 
Yes. Uh, I care for someone very deeply there. He seems like a father to me. Yes, he's one of the Baxters of which I spoke. Ah, yes. And his brother uh, has visited Ulthar before us. Uh, A Philip Baxter is his full name. He uh, he had dreams of visiting uh, the the jungles of Clad. Oh, I don't know why you would go there. Very dangerous. Very dangerous indeed. But what makes it so dangerous? It is filled with unexpected horrors and uh, ivory castles. Of what we've what we've heard from this place, there is some sort of watcher there, a watcher of the glade. It's is such a creature or being familiar to you? Not to me, but if anyone should know of this watcher of the glade, it would be the the monks at the uh, temple of the elder ones. You must consult with them. I'm sure that they will uh, give you good guidance. Would a letter of introduction of some sort be necessary, or do they always welcome pilgrims? I will send a runner ahead, and they will expect you. They will give you every accord. Your hospitality is uh, more than generous. How's the food? Oh, it is... Indescribable. I don't usually eat in dreams. Um. That's uh, it's funny you should say that. Do you do you feel like you are dreaming now? I uh, I do not feel as though I am dreaming now. Hmm. Um, but I know that I am uh, far from home just the same we are all far from home but make the best of what you have while you have it where are you staying we only arrived today we have not yet chosen is there an inn you would recommend Uh, I would the west wing of my palace will be yours to use. Even more remarkable in your generosity. Uh, we do have uh, two other travelers in our in our uh, group. Uh, may we invite them as well? Please. You are anybody who travels from Providence uh, is welcome here uh, in my home. Your hospitality is fantastically appreciated. I would, I would uh, treat all travelers who've come so far uh, from a place that is so near and dear to me. I would treat them as family. It seems a pity that Philip Baxter didn't visit you himself. Um, uh, he might not have succumbed as we fear he did to the dangers of the jungle. Hmm. That is uh, unfortunate. Yes, the the jungles hold many secrets. There's many tales of terror and, and mystery. Uh, 
you should be very careful if you were to travel there. Uh, do you know of a, a carnival man named Barnabas? I am not familiar, although I know that there are carnivals that travel through Ulthar. They have uh, they have experiences throughout the realm. Yes, we might be able to arrange for this Barnabas to act as a guide in the jungle of Cled. Um, we are not sure yet what he wants in return, however. Yes, but he well, seems to know his way around. Well, most people from Ulthar are, are quite uh, fair and honest and true, so... Uh, yeah, although Philip mentioned having some scary experiences here as well, I suppose there's no community of this size that doesn't have some bad elements. That is true. We have, uh, there is some um, resistance to peace, but uh, we quell it when we can. Are you familiar with, um, with the albino or albino? Uh, here? I am not. We, Does we, he travel from Providence as well? I'm, I'm, we, 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 we don't know, but he seems to be there's a man who seems to be following us. Um, we encountered him briefly in the library uh, and he was watching us uh, before we entered your your palace. Hmm. That is very interesting. He seemed to have interest in your book. Well. Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, I will I will alert the guards so that they can they can keep an eye out for him. No, I I, I come from uh you know such a distant place as Providence, uh, and I I study uh heavenly bodies in the sky uh, I am curious uh, if if the sky here is different than the one I'm familiar with is there someone I could talk to who also studies such things here uh, well we do have uh, our, our palace astronomers uh, you can certainly consult with them the heavens are are vast and beautiful Michael, thank you. All right. So the evening goes on. You guys get to eat and drink. There's entertainment. Time is wearing on. And as we return to Dr. Saladin and Zebedee, the, uh, the gentlemen have not returned for quite some time. Uh, but you've gotten your wagon up Since and running. Zebedee, look, they had blue. How lovely. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. That actually suits you. <laughs> it's my color. Uh, yes. Um, no, I mean, it looks great. I think that we've got it all fixed up. Um, I wonder if they had any luck with the Burgermeister, if they all got thrown in the dungeon. Well, if, not, if they haven't come to find us in the morning, then, <laughs> or by a late evening. Well, what um, time is it now? Not sure how time works here. Um, yes, neither am I. Um, I, I we've we've cleaned up enough. You can go run and 
and see if you can find them. Come back and tell me if they're in prison. We'll have to make enough money to uh, bail them out. Okay, I will, uh, yes. Uh, at least this place is looking fit for business. I'll be fine. I need to, uh, I need to start trying to attract people. Just don't upset anyone, as ah, you know. Uh, this is what I do for a living. This is my profession. I'm fine. All right. Zebedee will take a, a nice stroll. And what I'll do <laughs> is I'll... I'll step out onto the little porch of the wagon and I'll look around and as somebody goes by, I'll be like, you, madam, I can see great things in your future and I'll do my shit. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, do you have a skill in doing your shit? Uh, I don't know what that would be. Um, would you be trying to emphasize uh being a con artist or would you be trying to emphasize trying to hypnotize them uh, oh no i can't do that i'm i'm a con artist but i am a con artist okay. sleight of hand i don't know uh sleight of hand all right do you have like a fast talk uh let's see fast talk i have yeah i have a pretty good fast talk okay yeah, yeah. so um um uh over the time, you're going to be able to get, in, even in this evening, you're going to probably be able to get maybe half a dozen customers. So um, give me one fast talk with a bonus die, and, uh, and let's see how well you do. Okay, well, I got 21. 21 out of 55 is a hard. Okay. Wait, Good. let's hard see if my bonus die gets me even better. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so with a hard success, uh, we're going to say that you um, end out earning um uh 2d6 coin Ooh. one i just can't believe All his right. eyes so i got seven not bad seven on average uh so that's how that's how your your thing is playing out uh there uh zebedee what is your intent as you well I'm having a little stroll. I'm going to look for some cats as well and give them a little stroke if they will let if they will let me come in. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there is a uh, there is a cat that uh, kind of uh, curls your legs and then and you know it it seems to run and stop it's kind of you know trying to get you to keep petting it. Okay. I'm trying to make friends with the cats, but do you, do you follow the cat? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody likes cats. He would, and the cats have led to good places before. I know it's Zeno asking them to take us to a library, but it might take me somewhere useful. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the, the cat, um, you know, it'll come up and bump you in the legs and then it'll run off and wait for you. And then if you start to follow, it'll come and bump your legs again, get some scratches and run away and wait for you. And so it kind of, you know, plays this little game with you. And as you follow it, it, uh, it leads you uh, towards this alley. And then just as you're kind of like getting right to the alley, um, 
uh, a pair of bone white arms uh, reach out, grab you by the chest and pull you into the alley. And as you get pulled in, you're now face to face with the albino. And, uh, and so he, he's got you and he, he like, uh, is, you know, he's got a large bone handled knife pulled out and up to your throat. Um, please. I don't want any trouble, please. There'll be no trouble. Can, can, can you just let, let me, I won't you. disturb you. You and the other outsiders, you must stop the star. Stop the star. You must stop the star. Um, okay. Uh, Can you give me a little bit more information other than your cryptic Look up, you fool. Oh, you actually want me? Okay. <laughs> and the sky is still kind of, uh, it's its getting darker, but there, it's still blue. Uh, but uh, he says, uh, he says, find a way. Stop the star. Let nothing stop you from that. And then he'll, he shoves you back out into the street. Uh, I will very confusingly walk back to Zeno. I'm not even going to bother going to find the others because I'm just as urgent and I know where Zeno actually is. So I'm rushing back to Zeno. Okay. And uh, the the chamber in the Burgermeister's Palace that we're in, it's skylit, maybe with some torches to help. Sure. So we can see that there's dusk coming on at some point. Yes. And that's probably when we should, since we have a place to sleep, and we don't know how long the night's going to be since we don't know how long the day was, we should probably go to the carnival and and, uh, invite the lads to their fancy new digs. Do you uh, agree, Long, Cuthbert? That makes sense to me. I mean, I could... I could have more of this wine. It's kind of ambrosial, but at some point, I could go for a good, good walk. Um, go down and fetch them. No, no question. Are there cats in the palace as well? There are. Are are there on you? Are there unusual or any concerning statues or tapestries or paintings uh, that adorn any of this? None that you have seen. And did uh, Krannon send in the royal astronomer to talk to Long at some point? Or is that something he'll have to arrange in the future? Uh, No, that could be this evening. If if you two want to go on a stroll, I'd love to go see what they have in the way of telescopes and charts. Uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. We, uh, we'll get the guys from the carnival, and because I, I think we should all go to the Temple of the Elder Gods together. Yeah. 
seems to they like yeah that that should prove to be an interesting place but if i can look get a, an understanding of what the sky looks like here um in case this barnabas fellow proves uh i don't know not uh doesn't have her best interests at heart having some idea of how to navigate even a crude one will be better than nothing When we come back, we'll uh, we'll check in on you if you haven't come back to our uh, apartments that have been arranged for us. And there's some secretary or something that will arrange so that the guards at the keep doors know that we're to be admitted to the West Wing. You make the assumption that uh, that word has passed that you guys are uh, now guests of the uh, of Cran and the Burgermeister. Pretty sweet deal. Let's not. Uh, we don't know the local mores. Let's uh, keep our noses clean. Very good idea. Uh, so you guys, Myron and Cornelius, uh, take off to try and gather the others? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you guys leave, but Zebedee is heading back to uh, to get Zeno. Well, oh, Zebedee, what are you doing here? Uh, did you, what did you find out? Um, so I decided to pull a you and I, I thought if you could uh, maybe I could so I tried to get the attention of a cat and it led me to an alleyway and then I got pulled into the alleyway by the albino man and he said we have to stop the star or something along those lines. Who's the star? Well he just told me to look up, so it's something up there, you know, and I thought maybe you would have more knowledge. I, I don't have a, 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 the foggiest clue what you're talking about. Um, you say, did he ride, try to rob you? Oh, he had a, a bone dagger to my throat? A bone-handled Which... dagger, yep. Yeah. So, basically, nothing. We We don't we have to oh, stop the star. Yeah, so he, he repeated that several times. Called me an idiot because I didn't look up. And, uh, yeah, well, a fool. Um, um, well, we don't know what it means. Maybe it's just yeah. one of those things that people in the dreamland say to one another. Well, he didn't kill... Well, obviously, he didn't kill me and he didn't harm me. He just he said that and let me go. Well, we'll have to ask other people what we they think he means. We're supposed to go to the, see the high priest or the priests or the monks, or whatever they are. The others might be intrigued to know about my encounter with the albino man. Well, perhaps, but uh, you were supposed to go and see. Well, if they uh, were, I've got seven coins so far. Well, I was on my, I was going to, after I had followed the cat, I was going to go find them. And then this cryptic stuff happened, and I thought you might be more useful, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Well, I mean, the, 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 the little wagon is quite comfortable on the inside. We'll just stay here for tonight, unless uh, we find out tomorrow if they're all locked up somewhere. Yeah. Let's hope... Uh, Nice and safe and not in a cold, so. 
Well, get inside and make me some coffee. Okay. <laughs> I just walk in. All right. Uh, so, Frederick, um, Cornelius, and Myron have left, and uh, it's about that time. Um, uh, Cranon uh, bids you good evening. He has other matters to attend to, and um, his astronomers, uh, two older men, they come in and uh, and welcome you, and they say, "Oh, you you have interest in tracking the heavens?" Uh, yes, that's that's what I that is my profession. Uh, from the land of Providence, where I am from. Oh, very interesting. Are the are the heavens different there? Well, that's what I would like to ascertain. Ah, well, come with us. Come with us. And they lead you into a tower and uh, spiraling upward, and you end up getting to a very high open air platform, a rooftop uh, at the top of this tower, and uh, uh, there is a tripod with a two foot long uh, teleco- telescope on it. Um, it just looks like a, you know, a collapsible spyglass mounted on this uh, uh, tripod. And, uh, you know, certainly nothing of the uh, scale and equipment that you're accustomed to. Well, this will, will do nicely. Um, I'll take a look. Um, a device of this uh, design um, should just have a focal length to, you know, look across a battlefield, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, it's pointed upward, and, uh, uh, and and it doesn't have any mirrors or anything in it, so you have to kneel down to get to the eye scope, you know, to see up. Uh, but you look through this thing, and it has amazing uh, clarity and and focus you know some of the far star small stars are quite uh large and and you seem to have the ability to view through this small device uh in the same way that you would through a 30 foot long uh, you know telescope you know actual observatory telescope uh in uh providence or or in arkham right um so yeah quite surprising at the uh at the the view that you're getting through this tiny little device i will compliment them on their instrument here ah yes fine fine craftsmanship so uh, i'll start trying to find like the North Star and constellations I would be familiar with uh, to see. Um... So um, no role is necessary because the stars, as it's now getting dark enough to actually see uh, the stars as they're coming out, um, everything seems very familiar. You are seeing, but there seems to be layers. So you see all of the heavenly bodies that you're accustomed to but they just there's just a slight shift the moon looks three times closer than it normally does it it looms absolutely enormously in the sky but it still looks like our moon 
just a lot bigger, a lot closer. Um, and then you see all of our uh, familiar constellations, but it's almost like it's almost like looking at at or looking through layers of panes of glass that are that are marked on those layers. And so it's almost as if in the real world, you're only looking at one layer of glass, but you're here, you're able to see what feels like two or three layers of these panes of glass and each layer has its own, it seems to have its own constellation. So as you're looking through this uh, telescope and you kind of toy with the, the focusing, you know, apparatus, you know, twisting the, the lens on the end, or maybe even shortening the length of the scope itself and, you know, playing with that. Um, you seem to be bringing into focus, uh, you know, maybe that next layer of glass, you know, so the, the layer that you're very familiar with seems to kind of fade away and you're looking at that next one, or maybe you look at the one after that, right? You're just, you, you're seeing, you're being able to peer at these different layers that with the naked eye, they, they all seem to kind of blend together a bit. So you see your familiar skyline, but it's, it's that plus more. And it's a little shocking. Give me a sand roll. Yeah, stars beyond the stars is not a... Oh, 18, I passed. Okay. Yeah, you'll lose nothing for that. It's just, uh, it's uh, if anything, it, it kind of invigorates you. It's like, oh my God, there's so much yeah, more. Yeah, gotta, go gotta go find their books. I mean, they must be charting this stuff as diligently as we charted things in the past. I'm curious about the movements of these outer heavens. I don't know what else to call them at this point, but... Yes, and, and so these two guys are like, oh yeah, the, you build a lifetime uh, uh, watching the stars here. Um, here's something very interesting that we've just recently noticed. And so uh, one of the guys gets up to the uh, telescope and he starts playing with it and changing the focus and and uh, and he says, here, 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 here it is. Take a look at this. And as you look through, you see um, with a with a level of clarity that you've never encountered before um, you see what looks like a, a shooting star and um, it's, it's interesting because you don't really have a profile view to it. It's, it's almost a head on view. Um, uh, so there, it does look like there's like a, a depth of perception to it. Um, as if it's, you know, really kind of coming in towards you, towards the planet. And um, give me a power roll. O2. There, you feel like there's something really menacing about this there's something it's hard to put your finger on it but as you're looking at this thing you feel like it's looking back at you so this is intriguing uh, so it's has characteristics of a of a shooting star but those are i mean on earth those are burning up bits of rock 
so they're very short-lived but this is so this is closer like, to more a, like a comet more like a comet then okay yeah um, it's got a long tail and what what like what color is it is it yeah it, it is it it is more of a deeper red trailing into white Oh, that is uh, extraordinary. Uh, does and it does it come by on a regular cycle, or is it new? This is something we've never tracked before. None of our records uh, show this. Um, we we believe it's uh, coming from a constellation quite far away. And yes, we've and the other gentleman speaking goes, we've come to name it Nemesis, just from the the way that I don't know. Surely you've surely yes. you've felt it. It, it. There's something about it. It feels quite malevolent. Yes, indeed. Nemesis. Is it? Uh, might pass by fairly close, don't you think? If we're lucky, it will pass us by, yes. How, how long ago did you spot this? We've only just noticed it for the last um, um, full moon cycle. It's coming in quite, quite quickly. In fact, its rate has been unpredictable. We, we thought, uh, based upon measurements, that it was uh, going to take uh, a certain amount of time to, to get to this uh, distance from us, but it seems to have accelerated, while at other times, it seems to decelerate. It's, it's yeah, very it's not interesting. moving at a fixed at a fixed rate. So where so with these shells of heavens above me where where is it like what shell it seems it to be at the second layer but it looks like it's getting really close to kind of blending and joining this first layer where okay. it might be might be more noticeable with the naked eye so it is relatively speaking on a cosmic scale closing in and it's fairly close fairly close now that is on, interesting. A, on a cosmic level yeah on a co yeah yeah <laughs> really <laughs> relatively speaking that is fascinating well i'll um i i thank them uh, thank you so much for letting me uh use their equipment and showing me this this incredible phenomenon uh i would love to see more of your of your records if you have them Oh yes, and 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 they came with you know certain scrolls and stuff under their arms and a couple of books and you know there's paper sticking out. I mean these guys you know are definitely uh, incredibly academic, um, and uh, you know obviously love to to document everything that they can find. Um, so we'll assume that you have uh, you spend some some time yeah, with I'm, these I'm, guys. I'm especially interested in these outer shelves. <laughs> Yeah, layer after layer of layer of all these heavens, right? Um, so as you are 
at the top of the tower, making your observations, uh, Myron and Cornelius are uh, arriving back in the uh, carnival. You guys do see uh, there is a, uh, a wooden uh, wagon with wooden sides and stuff. It's pretty good size. And there's uh, some, some uh, young men working on it with uh, paint. And you can see that they're in the process. It looks like they've whited out something that was uh, a, a banner of some sort. And now they're, they're in the process of, of, of updating it. And it says uh, doctor, and they're, they're in the process of getting the final letters of Saladin uh, painted on the side of this wagon. I think we found them. Well, it looks like he's probably spent more on having a paint job done and getting a wagon than he'll, good thing we've got a place to stay. I, uh, uh, as I step out onto the, the, we're getting towards the end of the working day. Mm -hmm. um, as I step out onto the, the porch, I, I look over, I see them, and I'm like, you there, I sense that you've come from a long distance. Step forward, I will read your future. This is amazing. We have indeed come from quite a ways. And I, uh, as Myron comes forward, I hold out your hand. Mm -hmm. I drop seven coins into his hand. Oh, there you go. <laughs> not bad, not bad. They gave us all of this. Apparently, there was uh, another fortune teller who had a falling out with the spider. And so they just gave this to me. We should probably find out uh, what kind of falling out that was, because I don't want to have a falling out with the spider. My feeling is I've, I've dealt with shady people before, uh, even in uh, New York. In Providence, um, how bad could it be? She's a giant spider. She probably ate the woman. Um, I just have to not do anything to offend her. Um, I think uh, I, I actually I can't give you all of that. Give me one coin back. I need to turn in three quarters of one of those coins so that I can uh, pay my 10%. It's actually a little bit more than 10%, but she'll like that, I hope. Yeah, uh, and I've heard worse rates for uh, for agents before. I All the equipment that I could need, I might just stay here. Well, at the, the Dreamlands uh, so far have been very generous. Uh, you can stay here, but we, you, we're also invited to stay on the west wing of the Burgermeister's Palace. I'll come with you. <laughs> Burgermeister's Palace. Zeno, I have your coffee. Oh, thank you. Uh, Do you make 70s. enough for a few of us? Seventy. Oh, everybody's here. Great. Oh, um, yeah. Hang on. We're staying in the palace. <laughs> oh, um, Zebedee had an encounter with the albino. Yes. Uh, really? He, he put. He. I followed a cat to an alleyway. Uh, he dragged me into the alleyway, put a bone-handled knife to my throat, and said. Uh, you must stop the star or something like that. I cannot remember his exact phrasing, but you must stop the star. And he kept repeating it. I asked what it was. He called me a fool and told me to look up. And yeah, he didn't really give me much other than you must stop the star, basically. Sounds like a challenge to stop a star. 
But we have well, to What's do he it. talking about? Could it be a, a performer? Yes, but but we have to do it and I don't I don't I wish I could have asked I should have probably asked him why he couldn't have done it, but you know, I was a bit frightened. He had a bone handled knife to my throat. Where's Frederick? Is he gone somewhere else or he's oh, still he's... at the yeah, go ahead. Oh he he's uh, at uh, the observatory, the royal, the Burgermeister's observatory. Oh, of course he is. So the Burgermeister thinks that Providence is a place that he goes when he dreams. He has a vague recollection of Father Baxter, but he doesn't know his name or Philip's name or that that's the real world. And yet we're aware of Providence. I wonder if we go to sleep here if we wake up in Providence. I wonder if you stay here too long, you start feeling like this is forgetting and the waking world is the dream. But our bodies are in the room. Uh, I don't know. He implied that he dreams of it every night. So, you know, that's not, maybe there's not a uh, who knows who even is first? Maybe the Burgermeister is the real person and Matthew White is a dream. Maybe his, maybe his physical brain is damaged in the real world, but not here. Yeah, I don't know. He was very friendly at the point. Uh, it's, the palace is stunning uh, and we're welcome to stay there. All right, well, uh, let, me, uh, let me lock up here. And, uh, oh, here's uh, is, is your coffee, by the way. Oh, thank you, oh, thank you thank so you. much. I'll, uh, thank you. I'll take my coffee. Uh, Zebedee, I'll be right back. I'm going to go pay my uh, 10%. Oh, it's, okay. Delicious. So I'm going to go find the Barker and pay my 10%. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I drink, I make myself a cup of tea, and I, I'm not a coffee man. I'm a tea man. I'm going to go with Zeno because I want to see Barnabas if we run into him. And I'll stay with Zed because uh, I need to know more about this bone-handled knife. I know, it's a very odd bone-handled knife, isn't it? It was held to your neck. I wondered if he wants to get our help, why would he be threatening you with a bone-handled knife? All right. So I'll go to the Barker, and um, if if coins are like they are in our world, uh, way back when, then I should be able to break the, the coin into pieces. Give him three quarters, which is seventy five percent. The coin cannot be broken. Oh, well, I'm going to have to give him a whole fucking coin. <laughs> well, let's assume that you could amortize that loss over a couple of days, right? I mean, it hasn't been that long. I only had part of a day, and I made yeah. seven, so. Yeah, so if you make 20 in total and you end up having to pay another whole one on top of this, then you'll be good. Right. I mean, I assume we're gonna be here very long, but I, you know, sometimes dreams seem to last for a long time, but I, my feet hurt. You know? I intend for us to leave as soon as we have money. Mm -hmm. Ulthar, you mean? Ulthar, correct. Yeah. We might have to sneak out in the middle of the night, but... Make sure she's paid. She might have spider cousins on the road. Uh, yeah. They could probably have a telegraph system. 
wonder if she communicates with the other spiders back in the waking world. As long as I don't cheat her, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, though what a spider would have interest in money is beyond me. She's got a staff to maintain, you know. Yes. They need they don't eat sheep all day. That is a sticky proposition there. Um it seems like even though Cled is within a walking distance of Ulthar, and Ulthar seems pretty civilized. The, the Burgermeister has never been there, has no interest. He says it's dangerous, ominous, full of whatever. So I, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in wrangling Barnabas, but he, I'm not sure he is interested in silver. He I'm, wants something a little more personal. I'm, I, I, I suppose we should assume that if if this is the dreamlands, that there's also a nightmare lands. We don't want to go there. Uh, honestly, as far as Zeb's concerned, he's already had one bad dream since we got here. So you um... on a very nice tea sofa in my in my parlor. So I'm worried about that. So you uh, you do find the uh, the Barker, and uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, I'll I can accept that for you." And and uh, uh, do make care. sure she gets it. Yes, absolutely. And thank her a great deal for the facilities. They're 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 absolutely perfect. Um, can oh, I ask good. you what happened? What exactly happened to the last fortune teller? She was unable to keep up her side of the contract. Ah, I see. And Hanaria ate her. Yes. That's what I thought. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> uh, is Barnabas around? Do you have to know? Uh, Barnabas is not around. My understanding is that he is attempting to acquire supplies and... Um, animals for your journey to Cled. Oh, excellent. Uh, okay, I appreciate that. I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to discussing terms with him. Uh, I guess on the morrow we're staying at the keep. Oh, wow. With the Burgermeister. Okay. Well, you are you are a very strange and impressive uh Group of travelers. That's it's uh, quite the feat. You know, uh, sometimes you happen to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. So. All right. That's how a lot gets got, gets done. So, uh, thank you, my good man, and I bid you good night. Good night. Uh, all right. So you guys uh, retire to the keep, and you are all back together again in the. Uh, in the West Wing, which is filled with guest quarters. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, people who are able to uh, meet your needs, get you anything that you need to eat, drink, any kind of small creature comforts they'll take care of. And you guys are, you know, able to uh, relax uh, quite comfortably. Your windows, your windows overlook the city of Ulthar and you can see to the north 
near the north gate you can see the river you can see the bridge it goes over and near it is another uh it looks like a white uh temple and it's already been pointed out to you that that is the temple of the uh elder ones uh so we should my only concern uh fellows is that if we sleep here we might wake up in my parlor and and we don't have enough of the draft to all come back um but i guess we have no real choice but to risk it do we feel tired um i mean you do feel like you could sleep we're not we're not getting heavy eyed yeah 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 you are but we can't do anything all night so we may have we may just have to risk sleeping yeah the worst the worst that could happen is we wake up back there or we wake up here with a bone-handled knife to our throats so well i hope we don't wake up with any bone-handled knives to our throats in the waking world yeah. What what do you suppose your your gentleman meant about stopping the star? Well, the the astronomers here of Ulthar showed me something. There's a comet approaching. A they comet. call it Nemesis. It's red with a white and red tail that changes its speed of approach. Uh, ah, it's so very it feels malignant. I don't know a better way to put it. Uh, just looking at it just gives one a bad feeling. So is that what he meant? He must have meant that. But I don't how know what do else we... he could be referring to. But if it is that, how do we stop? How do we st- how do we stop I... something like that? I wonder, Doctor Long, if this has anything to do with in the waking world. The the uh, our society had located a newly found heavenly body and built that observatory in Montana. I wonder if that's related. Well, the the thing is, this this place where we're in right now has a different cosmos than the waking world. This this thing if our if the stars we're familiar with form an outer shell around us. If you want to think that way. This thing, like some kind of sphere, Zeno, there are other spheres beyond that of stars here. And this thing comes from outside that first sphere of which we would be familiar. Oh, I thought they were just balls of gas. They are. Zeno. The universe been, is more than you think that it is so far. And you're this, getting the proof with your own eyes. Whatever, if this is all real, when we wake up in Myron's study, and I'll say the name Peter, and thinks it's all too real, this is still not part of the physical world we inhabit. This is something metaphysical. There is a different... Things things that are true here are not necessarily true in our world. But they could be. There could be similarities. Did you notice any familiar constellations? Yes, as I said, there's a first there's a first 
as I will describe them as shells, there's a first shell that's very much like our heavens that we are familiar oh, with. So you actually the, identified. Got yes, it. yes. But the moon is about three times closer to us here than it is in the waking world. Okay. Very interesting. That is difficult to explain. Uh, as I said, things are there are similarities, but mostly it's different. The, the differences outweigh the similarities. What is the uh, myth of Nemesis? Does anyone remember? Is that Greek or I think it's, it's Roman? It sounds, it's a Greek word, the, most definitely. Roman, the Roman god, uh, goddess of, of justice or revenge or I'm not quite sure, but well, not not somebody in mythology you'd want to cross by any extent. Yeah, I'm sure Zebedee yeah. would would know because of his history. Like, uh, <laughs> I I'm, personally don't know, but Zebedee sure would know more probably about Nemesis in mythology. Now, here's unless if back to how we return here, um, if. Matthew White is not taking the draft every night there, then he's getting back without it. Or maybe he's just a natural dreamer. Yeah, something he's more. Plus, he has a big stash. Well, also, it seems like. And most of the residents here don't realize that this is a dream world. A handful do. Uh, I wonder if the lizard man did, but Barnabas knows, but the Burgermeister doesn't know. He, I asked him how long he'd been Burgermeister, and he said as long as he could remember, which would make sense as a metaphor where we come from. But I think here it's quite literally true. In his dreams as Matthew White, he's the Burgermeister of Ulthar. And in his dreams in Ulthar, he has a, a caring relationship with a paternal figure. In perhaps his, this place when he experiences, uh, he has a much more vibrant connection with the world around him. His senses might be heightened, I mean, his ability to talk here and interact with others uh, could make this place far more real than where he's originally from. It's also possible that those who spend a lot of time here do forget the real world until they go back to it. Yeah. Well, also, Philip Baxter was using the sleeping draft to travel here willfully. I don't think Matthew White is traveling here willfully. I think Matthew White is in some way naturally here. But it's more of a physical place than it is a metaphysical one because it's 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 consistent. It stays here. People come and go. Except and come back again. But I mean our bodies didn't transfer here. Right. Our our minds that are our souls. So I mean this the existence of this place, you know shakes up farm uh, the developments for philosophy are vast the, the implications for say astrophysics not so much 
there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Interesting. Well, I'm going to go to bed so I can be fresh and bright in the morning to bilk some money out of more people. <laughs> no matter which world you wake in, I assume. Of course. Well, uh, sweet dreams, everybody. Yep, sweet dreams. Hey, okay, you guys all turn in. A little unsure of where you will awaken. Um, and it doesn't take long for you guys to, you know, succumb to sleep. And when you do awake, you awake in the Western Palace quarters of the Burgermeister's Palace. Now to breakfast and then back to work. I um, have mixed feelings about not waking up in the waking world. Are we trapped here? Well, Do there's we a the staircase. We, we came, came downstairs. Perhaps we need to reascend. Yeah. yeah that's a good thought, and it's... it's uh, hopeful too because if we don't figure out how to stop the star I think I'd rather get the hell out of here well maybe if we maybe if we can figure out a way to stop it here maybe not stop it here but maybe the knowledge we learn here will help us with whatever I'm, I'm curious how the, the how this albino knew of the star um, I haven't I would like to return to the library with the name Nemesis and some and knowledge that there's some kind of comet approaching that gives us more line of research than merely the jungle of Kled, but I don't know how to find that place again. Well, I, I think our first order of business, the carnival is probably not busy in the morning. That's, uh, you know, uh, an entertainment for later in the day. So I think we should take advantage of the Burgermeister's offer to send someone to the temple ahead of us and see what the uh, priests of the Elder Ones can tell us about uh, written language from another universe and uh, what kind of hobgoblins live in the jungles of Kled. Yeah, someone there might be a good guide is qualified for there, but... Although if Barnabas is already preparing animals and goods. Yeah, I just wonder, he's not, I, Barnabas is not from the temple though, is he? No. And uh, yeah. the Burgermeister actually, what they recommended the temple of the elder ones. Yeah, for advice, I would love to get a monk to travel there with us and Barnabas. I would love to supplement our little group of dreamers with some locals who know how the hell anything works here. That would be optimal. But we'll see. All right. So in the morning, you uh, break your fast with uh, uh, an amazing array of uh, fruits and vegetables and uh, specially prepared eggs and grains, you know, breads and stuff. So uh, after breakfast, um, who's doing what where? What was the suggestion that we go to 
the temple or do I go back to work? That's what I, I move that we go to the temple as a group first. Yeah, it's a good point that it, that this early in the day, you're, you're right, probably won't be that busy at the carnival. So you wouldn't be missing out much business there, Zeno. Yeah, I'm not do sure we, if Ulthar sticks to a traditional nine to five. Do we go uh, through the, 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 the uh, circus on the way? Uh, no. Okay. They'll know I'm not there because I'm not answering my door. If somebody comes in the morning. <sighs> yeah, there's probably a sort of shingle that you open to say you're open for business. You know, the flap on the side with the curtain, some such. It's a good thing you've already paid, just in case. Right. I'm, uh, I'm hoping that... Uh, my uh, current unavailability will boost up the, you know, because I had seven people, they probably told their friends. Oh, before we leave. The, 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 the tent. Is, is there a way, is there like a, a little bit of paper, parchment and a, and a piece of charcoal or something we could scratch a little note on? Sure. So I'd like to do, I'd like to write a note and stick it to your door, Zeno, saying something to the effects of, thank you so much, Dr. Saladin, your readings were right on, amazing. Well, we're not going that direction, but that's cool. Oh, I just want to put that on your door. Right, but we're going to the temple, we're not going to the circus, so. You can prepare oh, the note. You can give it to me, I'll of... put it on the oh, door. Oh, myself. we're not passing by. On Correct. The right. Okay, sorry. Uh, I wonder if we should uh, make copies of the of the Chinese characters so that each of us have them. I don't. I. I. What if different monks at the temple give us different translations or something? I don't know. Well, that's that's always the uh, the trouble with translations. Yeah. So many versions. Well, I suppose either you know Mandarin Chinese or you don't. Well, right, but I, it's not, direct it's not, translations are not always ideal. Well, they're never ideal. That's correct. It's a long shot. It could be a shopping list. All right, let's go. Okay. The kid uh, doesn't have good uh, walking sticks. I can trade my, my old stick in for like a nice... A nicer stick from the castle supply of walking you sticks. You should always have a pointed stick with you. Or just, you know, a good walking cane. Um, you know, the the uh, Burgermeister Crannon uh, has said that he could provide you with practically anything that you need. So if you want a, a more robust and, uh, and finer crafted uh, walking stick, you can have that. Thank you. Perhaps I don't need to go to work at all. Uh, in fact, um, uh, you witness this uh, this one uh, uh, older uh, gentleman says, oh, I can uh, repair that for you if you'd like. And he takes your walking stick, which is quite natural, right? It's 
it still has its bark on it and everything. And uh, he he he's holding it at one end, and so the uh, the whole rest of the stick is kind of sticking up there. And he, he grabs around it and he kind of twists his hands, and then he begins to like pull this hand along the stick, and he keeps pulling the stick with it, so his hand keeps going with it. And as he you know pulls his hand uh, down and across this thing, the the stick is is transforming from some kind of roughly straight gnarled barked uh walking stick into a perfectly straight hardwood polished with a brass tap you know brass caps on either end and uh and boom there's this there's this uh finely crafted walking stick you make a sand roll for witnessing that dude lord 33 i hope that's a pass should be a pass 33 yes it's a pass you lose nothing it's amazing thank you i have failed by one point one point Uh, one point yeah, yeah, you lose one for seeing that. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think as well. a capitalist, that's particularly upsetting to me. This is not an industrial system that is rationalizable. Uh, I failed by quite a bit for seeing that. <laughs> yep, lose one. Lose one. I, I oh. pass after seeing the uh, the sky the way it is. Um, like sure, <laughs> you can transform. I. I am now through 50% of my sanity. <laughs> and I right. passed with an O1, which is oh. a horrible waste of a, an O1. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, Cranon offered to send a runner ahead, but often when you go to a temple or something, you bring an offering of some kind. Is there anything that we should, any way we should prepare to propitiate either the elder gods or the members of the temple? I will ask the staff or whomever. Okay, yeah. Asking the staff is uh, is a good idea. So uh, they bring out a, a large silver bowl uh, filled with grapes. And they say, you can present this. Thank you very much. And thank Krennan for us on our behalf. No, of course. Zab, you can carry the big bowl full of grapes. Looks heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, okay. So you guys head out to the uh, Temple of the Elder Gods. And uh, it is a uh, quite impressive. Uh, in fact, as you approach it, it kind of has a vague um, uh, resemblance to uh, the Taj Mahal. Sort of, kind of. Uh, as far as being white with a central structure, a domed central structure with four outer kind of towers, you know, spaced around it. Um, and uh, a reflecting pool outside. Uh, so you uh, approach and you see uh, lots of people, men and women, uh, and, and some of the, even some of the other more exotic uh, people that you've seen uh, in the crowds and stuff. Um, But they all have the same kind of very uh, plain drab, very light tan uh, robe, uh, hooded robe with uh, a rope belt 
some of these uh, monks do have a little bit of um, ornamentation as far as uh, different colored strings tied as well uh, to their rope belt. So some have these different colors of frayed strings. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, people are just kind of moving around and, and minding their own business on the grounds. And as you get to the uh, front gate, uh, there's someone standing there who greets you with a, a deep and formal bow and, and asks, uh, uh, how can the temple be of service to you today? Uh, we are looking for someone who is knowledgeable in languages. Ah, welcome. You, you have come to the right place then. Uh, and he, uh, he reaches out to accept your, your offer. Uh, so, uh, Zebedee, do you give him the bowl? Okay. Uh, so he, he takes the bowl and, uh, uh, pops a grape into his mouth and, uh, and he says, uh, uh, yes, very good. Uh, come with me, please. And uh, so he leads you away. Uh, inside, uh, it's very sparse, uh, but he does take you to a chamber, and uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, cushioned pillows on the floor. And he says, uh, "Please make yourselves comfortable, and I will, I will send uh, the translator." Thank you. <clears throat> Uh, and soon enough, an older gentleman, um, uh, by the name, he, he comes in, he, he looks, uh, quite aged, uh, and he comes in and he says, uh, uh, greetings, uh, pilgrims, how may I be of service? Uh, we, we came across this annotation in a book. And we would like to know what it means. Uh, show him a, a copy of that Mandarin script. He's, he looks at it and he says, ah, yes, he squints his eyes and he goes, yes, I, yes, I, I believe I can uh, uh, help you. Uh, he, and, uh, uh, this guy, he, he does look quite aged. He's got this very long beard uh, that uh, it even, it wraps around him almost uh, like it blends in with his uh, uh, his rope uh, waistband, you know, his rope belt. Um, and so he, uh, he says, yes, I, I think I do understand this. So he kneels down and sits uh, kind of in the center so that everyone can kind of you know, come near him, and uh, he begins uh, tracing his finger um, along the uh, the script, and um, and he says that yes, this appears to be a a, a note, uh, uh, someone by the name of uh, uh, Long Fu has uh, written, and uh, he says. I can translate it for you now. He says, um, I quote for you here. It says, there must be more information regarding Yibsil. Uh, 
appropriation must be made, but how? Perhaps this can be found in the, oh my, the narcotic manuscripts. I shall check the copy held at the Temple of the Elder Ones on my next journey. Long Fu, 1834. Hmm, yes. The, the narcotic manuscript. Uh, is that a is that text that we'll find here? Yes, we, we do have a copy of the, of the manuscript uh, here for those to read. I, I, I do recall there was a, a Long Fu who came to, uh, to visit us quite some time ago. Oh, 1834. What, oh, pardon me. I, I, what, what year is it here? I, I just keep forgetting. Uh, well, it is uh, it is the uh, the year of the of the Star Tiger. And, the, and what number is that associated with again? The Star Tiger. That's uh, right after the. Uh, is that something I would have learned from the star charts? I've been looking at, or no? Um, yeah. Is it if it's zodiac based, some kind of? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you can tell. Uh, uh, give me an astronomy roll. Fifty nine is good. So uh, after studying uh, some of the the charts, you do see that their uh, calendar is zodiac based, and then as certain, um, I guess the heavens, uh, you assume the heavens move in slightly different. Uh, rates here uh, they seem to take longer and so um, uh, when a certain constellation is uh, in its zenith uh, they will count a number of years uh, that they are under that constellation so while this is the year of the of the star tiger uh, this is probably you know I think according to your notes this is like uh, you know the uh, you know fifth year 17th cycle of, uh, of the star tiger of the star tiger okay uh, so, and so uh, yeah and so this uh, this uh, monk he's uh, he's like oh, this is uh, very interesting hmm The uh, Nakadak manuscript uh, is not from Ulthar originally. Uh, no, it is. Uh, it is an ancient text um, that uh, we we have a copy that we uh, have in safekeeping. Would would it be possible to 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 view it? I'm, I'm not sure. Would someone uh, like to try and convince him? Uh, we have traveled. We have traveled such a long way, um, and we'll, we 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 won't damage it. Hmm. Um, so I could go either way with uh, charm or persuasion. Although I feel like I'm leaning more towards persuasion. I would like that to be persuaded. <laughs> All right, go ahead and persuade him. Uh, 
Ooh, 16. That is a hard success. He gets a a read, a feeling um, from you that uh, uh, he, he senses your sincerity. And uh, he says, uh, yes, yes, okay, I... I will bring it to you. Uh, just one moment, please. The most appreciated. Very much so. And he uh, he stands. He says, uh, uh, "While I fetch it, uh, I will have uh, uh, refreshments brought to you." And so he leaves. While he's gone, eventually someone comes in uh, with uh, a large uh, pitcher and some uh, wooden mugs and begins pouring water into the mugs for you. Thank you very much. And now is, is the person serving the refreshments, do they, are they, are they a monk? Are they, are they dressed differently? They are dressed differently. Uh, they're younger, um, uh, but they, uh, they're definitely in, in uh in clothing that's even more poor than what you're wearing okay so like some kind of like neophyte almost yeah okay uh i'll ask um tell me do you know of a being referred to as the watcher of the glade um and uh uh the the young man looks up at you and just silently shakes his head no and continues to, and he holds up the pitcher. Hmm? Oh, thank you. Hmm. Uh, young man, have you uh, heard of uh, the tale of Nemesis in your studies? He, he, his eyes go up and then and shakes his head. He may not be allowed to speak. Yeah, bow of silence, perhaps. And then he he bows deeply at that. I commend you for your self restraint. Uh, I hope you. Uh, I hope your journey is the as the journey you're hoping for. He bows twice as he's bowing his way out the door, and then he leaves. Uh, so not long after that, the old uh, man with the long beard uh, returns with a uh, a very large book that he uh, he kneels down on the ground, sets the book on the floor, and uh, and he begins to uh, thumb through it, and uh, he says, "Hmm, uh, Yibsal, Yibsal," and he's he's like going through these different pages, and then. He opens up to a certain page and, and a, a sheaf of paper uh, is sticking up as if it had been stuck in the book at that page. And, uh, and he, he plucks it up and he goes, huh, huh. and it's also, this little scrap is also in uh, what looks to be like Mandarin Chinese. Huh. He's like, oh, I'll be. What's the narcotic it's... manuscript written in? Um, uh, if anybody is familiar with uh, Latin, oh, very much so. Yes. Yes. Okay, you recognize the Latin. Hmm. It's upside down because he's <laughs> got the book. 
He's reading from the thing. Right, uh, so. Peer over his shoulder. Take again. Well, I'm curious what this, this yes. annotation is. He he's left another note. To and himself. you said this is also in Chinese. Yes, it's also the scrap is in Mandarin, and uh, he goes, "Oh my!" And he looks at it and he says, uh, "Hmm, look for the stone arch." Hmm. And he and he hands the scrap to you, and he goes, "He must have marked this page for a reason," and. He begins scanning the, the page and he goes, yes, yes, the, I believe this is it. This is what he was uh, referring to. And the, the old monk says, before journeying to the palace of Yibzal, the priests of the ivory blade must be prepared for the great mystic reversal their God can bring to those who face it. They meet at that great pool that fronts the palace. Thence, groveling on hand and knee, they approach their terrible god. The priests of the ivory blade, is that something, uh, father or brother, that, uh, is that a, a group that you've heard of? The, according to legend, the forest of Kled was uh, home to many or several uh, small uh, ivory keeps. Uh, each was a was a, a bastion for um, uh, cults to to worship their their dark gods. That is a very dark forest, the uh, the jungle of Kled. and uh, it is it is wise for people to avoid it. And certainly, this Gibsal, despite what gifts he may be able to bestow, I'm sure they would come at a price that no man would want to pay. Mm. You see here too that it says that you have to approach him on, is it on hands and uh, on on knees or what did it say? Yes, exactly? it, apparently, apparently here those who worship Gibsal would would uh, grovel and approach on hand and knee. So humility in your approach or... Prostrated before their dark and terrible god. Yeah. An ivory-handled blade. Ivory. Or a bone? A bone-handled bone handled blade. Knife. Yeah. So we have seen a man in town, an albino, uh, is he one of these uh, servants of Ypsel? I do not know. I have never encountered one, but it does not sound as like someone who uh, you would want to tangle with. Right, and he was, he was following our same lines of research, which have led us to Ypsel. Sephil, so some and he was armed similarly described he told well, us I'm sorry he told us that we need to stop a star what could he possibly have meant how does a person stop a star 
Do you think it's metaphor? I, with the approach of the comet, I don't think it's metaphorical. It might be described in this book here. The, what was it, the manuscript? The narcotic manuscript. Yeah. But this would take us weeks to read. Uh, yes, this is a, a precious artifact that shall never leave the uh, the temple. Oh, we wouldn't oh, want to take it, but uh, both uh, both Cornelius and I speak the language that it's written in. Very fluently, yes. I, I do as well. Uh, yeah, we could study this perhaps uh, here, if, if that would be all right. I don't know. I, this is uh, This is a... a while the, the Brotherhood is happy to uh, assist and help those in need, pilgrims in need, um, something like this is really reserved for the brothers. We must That's protect it. Understood. Uh, thank you so much for your generosity uh, with showing us such a great artifact. On another subject, do you know anything about the spider that runs the carnival in town? Yes, that carnival is only for the absolute worst of humanity. The people who work there and, and that work for that uh, filthy creature are, they are not to be trusted. Uh, she has a reputation then. Yes, yes. Mostly those in her employ are enslaved to her and uh, and do not leave voluntarily. I see. Well, that's good to know. We will uh, avoid, avoid the carnival. Yeah. Yes, avoid the carnival at all costs. Uh, and and your order, I I assume it's very ancient. Very ancient, very prestige. And uh, your acolytes, uh, their training is uh, very lengthy. I assume. A lifetime. Uh, and all very ascetic and studious. Very. Do you ever name the elder ones or are their names not to be uttered? <laughs> that is uh, something that uh, we discuss only amongst the brothers. Um, does one... Uh, enter as an acolyte as a child or can one uh, adopt your ways as an adult or an older person oh no yes only only as uh, children uh, uh, the uh, the the child is is uh, payment for a boon that the temple will bestow for the family and then they will uh, reward us by helping us increase our number so that we may then uh, do more good throughout the realm. Oh, what if the child is unsuitable in some way or blasphemes? All children who have uh, come to the temple are, are deemed worthy and, uh, and none have ever left. Are there, there are temples to the elder ones beyond Ulfer, then. Yes, yes, uh, we we have a presence everywhere. 
Well, not in the jungles of Cled, in other barbaric places, I assume. Uh, that, that is true. Have you heard of a walled city uh, called Providence? There is. There are tales of, of uh, faraway places. I believe I have heard of this Providence. Uh, what of what of the the city of Arkham? Yes, I believe so. So, are you aware? To us, this is a dream. Well, this realm is. It has qualities that are amazing and dreamlike yes well thank you do your teachings ever mention a star called nemesis i am not aware of a, a star named nemesis no well uh, look you might see a new red star in the sky very soon uh, the court astronomers of the Burgermeister have deemed to call it Nemesis. Hmm. I see. All right. I will. I will check the stars. We'll view the heavens and consult. Well, thank you for your time and for the sharing of your wisdom. Yes. Well, thank you for for allowing us to help you. Do you have a temple in the city to the north? Near? Yeah, somewhere. The town of Near on the other side of the river? Uh, no, that village. Uh, villages are usually far too small to support um, a temple. But uh, the pilgrims come to us. Were we to travel north? from here, where's the next uh, large enough population for a temple of yours to, to, to be? Um, and he thinks about it and then names a city and says, uh, very far away, past the mountains. I'm, I'm sorry, also, uh, this Long Fu who visited long ago and left these notes, was he a, a brother from a distant land or a scholar? You seem to, to be aware of him. Uh, I seem to recall a pilgrim coming through Long Fu. It has been quite some time. Quite some time indeed. And he says, well, if there will be nothing else, be safe in your travels. Thank you. Much peace to you. Thank you. Thank you. I've got to get to work. <laughs> oh, I'm saying this is relieving. Yes, it seems like uh, you might have a little trouble ending your business arrangements there. It's the same working for the mafia. <laughs> I I will come make you coffee as well as you. Probably something easier to deal with if I can just find some bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> Lots.
Or, or oh, may, maybe a bone-handled knife will deal with it. Well, keep speaking of bone-handled knives, uh, keep an eye out for this potential priest of Yib to yeah. fill. I am curious, because now that we know of the star or this comet that's approaching, he could be able to provide some clarification about why he wants it stopped. And why that concerns us. Well, if, if it's we malignant see... and it's on its way here. Well, that, that's true, but I am more. I get the impression that uh, this god of his, this this thing out in Kled, is not benevolent. Uh, so I am curious what it's what. Why it it's... wants it stopped. And how would we even go about stopping it, too? Something else. Yeah, well, right. That's we have to figure that out, don't we? Yeah. Um. And 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 the the, the creature in in the jungle uh, that we're going is this to have questions answered? Was that the reason why it it could tell you anything that you ever wanted? Yes. To know? Philip Philip Baxter says something about it granting wishes, but the book uh, the Cathat Aquadonin mentions that it answers questions not answers grant questions. doesn't grant wishes well it's your wishes to know something <laughs> well then that's how convenient for you uh, um but what would we ask it that's how to stop the star nemesis. how to stop the star there you go although the question that the brother asked what price the boon is relevant as is the question, what price for Barnabas's help? Uh, since he wants and is, something. I mean, is Barnabas, I mean, uh, the priest was mistrustful of those associated with the spider. How, yeah. how much can we trust Barnabas? Well, everyone has their own prejudices, right? That's fair. The yeah. proper, proper way to treat these strangers is to not trust anyone. Assume, I mean, if they're friendly and they're nice, go along with it, but remember that they could be deceiving you. Exactly. That's why I agree with you, uh, Dr. Long, on first finding out why why we should be stopping. So you make plans in case you are deceived, or as with the spider, how I can get away without, you know, with my life. Assuming, again, that there's any danger while we're all comfortably snoozing in my parlor yeah <laughs> uh but if we can i mean they can check to see what the astronomers have in their records um and perhaps another trip to the libraries in order just to see what types of comets have come and passed um if there is such a thing as reference to turning them away or using them for some purpose that could give us a bit of more to go on you said the thing is coming at a different at different speeds at different times. It's yes. not. That doesn't sound like it's plummeting into gravity. Well, it sounds like it's being summoned or it's seeking. It's, it's being it, whatever it is, um, because no no mere celestial object changes its speed. I mean, it's all inertia and and gravity, as you mentioned, Myron. So perhaps with the, the speaking of these godlike things out in the woods what that might not be it might not be a comet at all right yeah it could be something 
alive. Yeah, sounds like it's yeah, it's being maneuvered by something, or it's maneuvering itself. Yeah, we're not quite sure what it is, um, but it's it. The fact that it's changing speed leads me to be doubtful that it's a comet. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if um, the Burgermeister has any information if there's a library within the keep. Well, there, there are the records of the astronomers. Uh, they showed me many of their charts of the outer spheres, but this is a bit more of a narrow... Now that I know more of what to look for, it's easier to search. I'm frustrated that everyone knows little of the jungle of Cloud, except that it's so full of dangers that it's folly to go there. Because if what was eating Fulette Baxter's ghost in front of me is a creature in the jungle of Clad. I'd like to know what to do about that. And yet even the librarian said that the Cathot was the only book that even mentioned the place. Perhaps we should find out today what weapons are effective here, what weapons we can get our hands on. Well, while you're, uh, while you're occupied, Zeno, and if somebody goes with you, you can question Barnabas, see what he knows. If, if he's been there and he's returned with his life, uh, he should have some insight to give us. That sounds like a plan, and I can just make Zeno coffee all day and keep everyone happy. Very good. So do you guys do you guys return to the carnival? I do. I think I think we should. Um, I do. I mean, I think we might as well travel there together. I still want to speak to Barnabas. Yeah. If you can find him, yes. Uh, so you all head down the avenue, um, and you know it's it's almost like you're you're tracing a, a triangle, if you will. The three points being the uh, Burgermaster's Palace, the uh, uh, Temple of the Elder Ones, and then the Carnival, right? So it, uh, so now you're heading to the third point of the of that triangle. Um, and as you are approaching the, uh, carnival, uh, you can hear it's, uh, it's a little noisier, a little louder over there. And, uh, you are all, uh, amazed to see this sight of these three elephants. Um, and, and they're, they're really, really big. I mean, they seem even larger than an African elephant um, uh, and atop each of them on their backs uh, they have these uh, very uh, large spacious it looks like you know the body of a wagon strapped to their body you know strapped to uh, under the the bellies of these uh uh, elephants and stuff and large blankets you know and uh, and things you know kind of protecting their back and cushioning these wagons that are specially designed to to be uh, up on the backs of these elephants and so there's three elephants each with this large uh wagon on them and uh, and there's barnabas standing atop uh one of the uh the platforms of one of the wagons and uh, and he says, "Ha ha, my friends, welcome back. Your caravan is prepared." 
How are we going to afford this? <laughs> wow. You better start telling a lot of fortunes there, Zeno. He says, please board now and we shall make good use of our daylight that remains. Yes. We don't have any money yet. He doesn't want silver. He wants something else. But we should come to terms before we head off. Uh, and you can see, you can see uh, someone wearing the the Barker's uh, hat uh, comes around and is holding on to this rope ladder that's you know dangling down the side of this uh, elephant, and it's a it's a woman. It's this young woman. She's holding on to the rope ladder, and she just says, uh, "Please, I I will hold this for you while you ascend." And that's the wagon that Barnabas is in. Uh, and it can be. I mean, it's you know, whichever yeah. one you want. That's that's there the are... one I want to I want to head up. Okay. He says, "Yes, come, come." Well, I guess this is what we're doing. Yes, we have no choice. No time like the present. They just. Painted my wagon. <laughs> uh, all right, and uh, so yeah, you see um, uh, uh, the whole caravan, you know, the whole carnival, and uh, you see the woman with the the Barker hat. She now goes over to the tent and is now calling and, and hawking uh, for people to come and and see the. The, the freak, the amazing freak inside her tent. Well, this is all very impressive, Barnabas. Uh, does, is this the sort of, is this larger crew really necessary to go up a trail and into a forest? Well, I figured if we were going to travel, we should travel in style. It is just going to be us and uh and so uh, uh barnabas kind of steps out on the platform and he and he calls out in a language that you don't recognize um he, he yells out three words and and the el you hear the elephants uh raise their trunks and as they trumpet in response to uh to barnabas's uh commands and the elephants uh begin walking and they start heading out And, uh, and as you guys are aboard these elephants and heading for the bridge to, to cross and leave the city of Ulthar, we will pull a close to tonight's episode. Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Stuart Lightley, Josh Harwood, David Gassaway, and myself with John Hook, John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved in this show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month will help us a lot. Uh, you can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. 
and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.